Greetings, this is Carl Richards, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio, which is brought to you by the good folks at Bridgeway Capital Management. Check them out, bridgeway.com. It is difficult to make predictions, especially about the future. We've all heard some version of that quote, and there is some debate about where it first came from. But since one person attributes it to Yogi Berra, I'm just going to go with that. right? But the point here is the fallacy of forecasting is such an interesting phenomenon. It's so common. And and I've been curious for years about why it is that we so badly want to believe people who can tell us about what's going to happen, right? We crave, like we want to make order out of chaos. For some reason, the desire we have for security and certainty sort of overrides our common sense in terms of our ability to recognize that at its core, life is uncertain. And the desire to sort of make order out of chaos manifests itself as us constantly looking for somebody to tell us a little bit about what's going to happen tomorrow. And and I'm sure it's gone on forever. Like what's going to happen to the crops next year? You know, where are the buffalo going to be? What's the weather going to be like tomorrow? I mean, it's fascinating to me that I find myself even in the morning, like as I'm getting dressed to go outside for a run, I'll pull up my phone and see what the dark sky app tells me about the next 60 minutes when I can sort of look out my window and see. I just want some sort of external source to tell me a little bit about the almost immediate future. So that sense we have of wanting to make order out of chaos, that's almost a genetic trait, and it makes sense to me why we do it. But I think at this point, we sort of have to come clean, right? And recognize that it's impossible to, first of all, get it right right? It's hard. Another form of that quote was, it's hard to prophesy, particularly about the future. Or it's dangerous to prophesy, particularly about the future. Or never make forecasts, especially about the future. So the truth of the matter is we just don't know. We simply don't know because there are so many variables that go into the calculation about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month. And this, obviously, this shows up in all sorts of ways. The weather, our jobs, our career, our income, our health, the financial markets. And the idea of all of that uncertainty, which John Maynard Keynes referred to as irreducible uncertainty, the uncertainty that's left over after we think we've thought of everything. The idea of that, I think, is scary. There is obviously a different way to think about it. And the other way to think about it is to just realize that uncertainty is reality right? That this, we've had this long myth about there, there's a way to, you know, if we just get precise enough, like out to four decimal points on our Monte Carlo simulations or our, or our financial planning predictions, that somehow the future will be a little more certain. And that false sense of precision, I think, leads us to disappointment, right? Because things never play out the way they're supposed to. And so the alternative, of course, is for us just to embrace uncertainty. In other words, embrace reality. Realize that uncertainty is a fact of life. 
And it's almost like the more we try to get rid of it, the more uncertain life becomes. Embrace uncertainty. All that energy that we were focusing on trying to reduce the uncertainty, focus instead on being present now. And I don't mean to be sort of woo-woo about that. (laughs) Maybe a better way to say it would be focus instead on getting really clear about the next step. Here's another way to say it. Instead of focusing all that energy on reducing uncertainty, which is impossible, why don't we focus instead by simply asking ourselves one simple question. What is to be done next? Right? Whenever we get sort of hung out there about some decision that may be tomorrow, next week, next month, 10 years from now, maybe sort of making decisions requires us to kind of put on our thinking hat for a minute, think about it for a minute, then take that hat off as quick as we possibly can and say, what is to be done next? So I think that sort of two steps, right? Accept uncertainty as reality and then get present and focus on what is to be done next, what the next step is. To me, that's a much healthier way of going about this, right? But it's also just sort of the only way. If we want to tell ourselves a slightly different story, the story we've been telling ourselves is if we can just find the right guru, we can just find the right forecaster, if we can just read the right book, if we can just find somebody to tell us what's going to happen in the, you know, next year, next year, next year to the economy in China and you know inflation and the Fed and all of those sorts of things. That's the story we've been telling ourselves for a long, long time. We've got a whole industry built up around that story. What if instead we told ourselves a different story and it was kind of what we call the truth or reality, which is that ultimately most of the uncertainty in our lives, you know, here's the reality, right? The future is unknown. And I don't want you to confuse those two terms, unknown and uncertain, but the future is unknown. And at least an element of that makes it uncertain. And there's just nothing we can do to get rid of that. So we may as well embrace it and accept it and dare I say, lean into it, and then take a deep breath and ask ourselves, what's the next step, right? That seems to be a better story to be telling ourselves. 